2: It's time to take command with former NFL tight end Logan Paulson and former Commander's Beat Reporter Craig Hoffman.
0: Welcome in to Take Command. Craig Hoffman here, Logan Paulson there, and joining us today played in Washington as well as Green Bay, New York. Uh, played in the Super Bowl, you know, scored a bunch of touchdowns as a returner, DB, played safety, played corner. Who else could be better than to help us with our DB preview as well as tell us some awesome stories than my guy, Will Blackman. Will, uh, good to talk to you, man. Uh, it was great covering you when you were here and uh, always good to connect. Thanks for coming on the pod. Was
2: it great covering me when I was there? Actually, you <laughs> know, I was, I was nice to you. <clears throat> I was nice to you all.
0: So, yeah. Yeah, hey. no, you were great to cover. Um, you know, there was other guys that were are pain, but what I appreciated about, uh, about covering you was like you had the perspective of having been other places. And I, I do think that there were guys that I covered that were like only in Washington and they were like, yeah, no, things are great. And you were like, ah, I don't know. I've been around a little bit. I've seen some other places and uh, there's 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 some room for improvement in a couple
2: of areas. Yeah, I mean, that, <clears throat> that does help uh, to be right. Cause I was in Green Bay first, which is a great perspective. I was in New York as well. And then, you know, I finally was in Jacksonville where I never had a losing season ever until I played for them. And so that was another perspective. So, yeah, I got to see what it looked like and what it shouldn't look like. <clears throat> but I also understood that, like, when you, when you guys are asking questions, this is, like, this is my chance to control the narrative. I feel like a lot of guys miss that, you know, mm-hmm. where if you ask a question and I give you a super vague answer, well, you have another page to fill. So you're just going to write what you think. <laughs> so I'm like you might as well give a long answer so they don't write they, so they have less to write about <laughs> so you're saying you manipulated
0: me that's, that's what you're saying no
2: I gave you an answer so I did your job easy yeah. I yeah, helped you um, out
0: Logan real quick the yeah. one thing I would say about Will and I think like you know John talked about this with you as well you know kind talked about this when he covered you and some of the other guys who I think get that is like At the end of the day, the truth is going to be the most important thing because otherwise like the narrative becomes about like, ah, they're delusional or they're lying or they're this. And like, I do do feel like, yeah, you weren't going to throw anybody under the bus, but like you're a straight enough shooter to know like, yeah, like if we messed up, we messed up, but I'm going to own it and we're going to, you know, shape that narrative of like we're trying to work on it to get better. And I feel like you understood that as well as
2: anybody. Yeah, no, uh, I agree. Appreciate that.
1: (laughs) So, Will, you mentioned some of the differences between – or you alluded to some of the differences between the places you'd been and Washington. Could you kind of dig in that a little bit deeper? Like, what is it like playing in Green Bay, and how did that compare to 2015, 2016 Washington? I have some insight there too, but I was just a puppy at the time. I had only been here. You had been around for a while, seen some different stuff. So can you talk about that?
2: Well, I think um – at the end of the day the the common denominator is i mean this it's right on it's right on par with everything but every organization the foundation is upstairs you know and no seriously and no, that's, I believe it, yeah. the um it's it starts it starts at the top you know from uh from the executives to the front office all the way down and uh when when that is when when people are getting along up there and making making proper decisions, that have, has to do with the football team. Um, that's where it shines the most. In, in Green Bay, that's that's where it was. Um, you know, up there with Murphy and, and Thompson, and you know, making decisions. And also, we had some like we, we had a bunch of Hall of Famers on that team too, so that helped. Ten cell, um, <laughs> it does. And then going going to New York, same thing. You know, with the Mares and, and Tish family and you know, with uh, Jerry Reese and Coughlin, like they were all on the same page um, making decisions. And then, you know, my first taste of like, okay, guys trying to figure out was, was in Jacksonville. I When I was signed there, Dave uh, Caldwell just took over. Shaq Khan just bought the team. Um, Gus Bradley just became the head coach. So they were all trying to figure out, you know, how do we get on the same page? And um, obviously it showed a little bit. Eventually, you know, they ended up having that one team uh, that almost went to the Super Bowl um, a couple of years back. And then yeah, and then then I, I saw like, okay, this is this is really what it looked like. This is how even when I was in Seattle for a, a brief moment, you know, with Paul Allen and John Schneider and Pete Carroll, all those guys getting on the same page um to do what they did there. And then yeah, getting get into Washington, um, things things seem to be like cool, you know, with Scott and, and, and Bruce and, and Dan, everybody. Um but I will say the thing that did help us, like people people are still shocked, like we we won a division in twenty fifteen when I was there. Yeah. Despite all the nonsense that people heard about, whatever, the thing that saved us is that Scott McClure he got a he got a lot of guys that been around the block. So when it came time to like play ball, like between the white lines, like we just play ball. So that was the that was why, you know, it ended up working out for the most part to win a division. So it's um it's a fine line, man. Like anything, it's the foundation. If that's if that's cool, if that's in place, that helps a lot.
1: Yeah, and so I think a lot of fans think of uh, think of the team and say, "Oh, you feel like you have a lot of interaction with the owner, you have a lot of interaction with the GM." But oftentimes, that isn't the case. You as a you you are a smart guy, and you've been, like like you've played it for a lot of different teams. What are some of those kind of subtle things that show up in a locker room or in a coaching staff that indicates that the leadership is a little? You know they're not on the same page necessarily, in your opinion. Amongst the players, amongst the players, or amongst the organization? Like, how do you like? Because you go to sometimes, like I played for five, six teams when I in the NFL, and like you go to a place and you can kind of immediately tell, oh, this is good, this is right, but you don't interact with those people making the leadership decisions. So, like, what are the things in your experience that kind of say this is an organization going in the right direction, or this is an organization that is kind
2: of struggling to find itself? I think when you see. I mean, they're all different. I would say, like, in New, when I was in New York on the Giants, Coach Coughlin put together a leadership committee um, mm. that was, like, you know, obviously Eli and Tuck and um, Anchar Roll and Dion Grant and David Deal, like, you know, the, the main guys. And he would meet with them, I think, like once a week just to see, like, how are things going. Mm. But a lot of the stuff, if there was any drama within the team, or locker, it, didn't, it didn't get to Coughlin. Oh, unless 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 it got out of hand and so you really saw like okay the the players here really policed uh the locker room and and they had a standard like I was talking to somebody yesterday I was training um I was training Keith Taylor, the cornerback for the Panthers and I was saying like dude like you, know, you would get beat up in that locker room if you try to mess up what we had going on like like straight up you know you were, you would they would let you know uh how they felt and and everyone held each other accountable you know it's it's the simplest things like are you willing to listen? are you willing to follow and lead are you willing to hold someone accountable but but know like where it's coming from and that's hard that's hard to do in, in a in a place where especially in professional sports where guys are getting paid there's egos everywhere you know the 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 best coaches are able to manage a room full of egos that's why you know you'll see coaches like i love i love the fact that doug peterson is now going to jacksonville and because he's he showed like he can he can do that he's won a super bowl um so i think those are the things that i see like hey our guys want to listen our guys you know our guys to themselves you know when practice is over our guys just like going to the lockers and peacing out our guys like hey grabbing each other hey come over here and let's you know, work out a little more. Let's go on the field and do a little more preparation. Hey, let's go on the film and watch a little more. Hey, our guys eating together? Like those things, those things are a huge deal. And sometimes in places you can see where there's no connection. Like when I first went to Jacksonville, there was no kind of chemistry, no culture there. Like guys did not know like how to do it. So I I instantly, my first day in Jacksonville, I remember when we got our place, there was actually a room upstairs that had a huge TV projector. And I told, I told the guys after practice, I was like, look, You know, I have this projector. You guys are down to come over and watch film. My wife will make food Um, because I knew I knew that's how it worked. Mm -hmm. That's that's how it worked. Like you had to you had to study, especially like in a secondary, like you have to study together because that's the one. That's the one, I think, position group where it's super interchangeable. Like if one guy has like rolls his ankle, you got to bring somebody in who probably hasn't practiced all week uh, with the starters and you just have to be on the same page join me every week for multiple episodes on the brett boom podcast available on the odyssey app wherever you get your podcasts
0: yeah and i remember some of those years i can't remember were you still here like when josh had the famous meeting to get everybody i think you were gone by then. but like it was the year that like swearinger was here and they they were able to turn it around by doing some of that stuff
2: Um, i heard they had a fight i mean sometimes that
0: works too that that works too (laughs) the opposite Well, there, they, both happened. Both happened. I don't know if the fight ever got out. Uh, so I don't know how <laughs> much I'm allowed to say about out. that. But uh, yeah, someone, <laughs> someone got knocked out and it wasn't who you think it was. Uh, so I'll, I'll, just, I'll just leave that there. Um, one of the things that you mentioned, though, or Logan, kind of in the setup of your question, you talk about like in the locker room. Will, one of the things that you noticed when you got here was the locker room. Can you tell the story of how you and Josh got the Washington Commander's facility? Uh, Bro, changed I, did, I had nothing to do with that oh come on uh, you all,
2: definitely no had i did that. i swear i can, i showed up and i'm like okay this is outdated you know i remember tom carter at nflpa he was like these are lockers i had you know <laughs> back in 92 <'92.
1: laughs>
2: uh, not kidding dead serious <laughs> what i what i heard what i heard is when when we went all in to get josh and brought him and signed him brought him in the crazy things too is the the his was his was was messed up is part of the part of the uh way to lure Josh in is they text Josh a a picture of uh, jersey number twenty four and Dukey and, and Nacho had that jersey. So I was like <laughs> like damn yeah, dude, he's still like they didn't even talk to Duke about it. So they go ahead and uh we obviously we signed Josh Brigham in he's walking around, he looks at the locker room, and apparently this he's been some, like mumbling, like, what the hell is this? Like what is this pl-? Like, this looks terrible, is what I heard. And apparently word got back to, to Dan, to Mr. Snyder. And I think we broke ground, like, the next week and, and changed the whole locker room. So. Wasn't there, that's like, a I signed heard.
0: letter and the whole thing?
2: Oh, yeah, that's right. A petition. That's right. There was a petition to get people to sign and get a new locker. I don't know if I signed that damn thing. I didn't yeah. really care, bro. I just wanted to play football. I was just happy to, like, have an opportunity. Well, yeah, the locker room was pretty bad. I'm not gonna lie. How was yeah, Logan? Uh, how, it was. It was the one that you
0: you got to play. It, it didn't get changed before you left. No, sorry. No, sorry it, it,
1: it I played in the new locker room. I was there for a little bit, and it, then yeah, uh-huh. and, uh huh. And I was there for like the off season, maybe or that season. It was it was so weird going from like straight garbage. I remember coming in out of UCLA, and you know UCLA is not like the best facilities in the world, but I came in and was like, oh, there's like one cold tub here. There's like four training tables. There's like a locker that's made out of like. Plywood. It was just like, it was just such a different vibe. You know, you come to the NFL, you're expecting kind of this grandiose thing. And then you get guys like Will come to the locker room. I remember John Beck had come from Baltimore and was like, this is, and John was not one to kind of like be mean. He was very, he's John is mean. not. Yeah. yeah he he's he very, was by mean. me. He was he very, he He's so nice. He's dude. very nice. <laughs> And for him to just be like, this is not it, was like the worst thing he could have said about anything. So there was definitely like, for the people who were brought in like as rookies, they didn't know any different. But guys who had been around, they could tell you that that facility was not up to snuff. You're
0: listening to the Take Command podcast from Odyssey Sports. If you like us, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your pods.